Let us be in a spirit of prayer together. Let us pray. O oh God, on this beautiful day, in this time as we celebrate interdependence and independence and freedom, as we are in community, open us up to new learnings from ancient text, from lived experience, from you. Amen. From that text, Carol shared with us, there is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in all. A little pop quiz this quiet July Sunday morning. How is your Latin? Your Latin. We probably know more Latin than we'd think. Like caveat emptor. Let the buyer beware. I learned that from an episode of The Brady Bunch. Veni, vidi, vici. I came, I saw, I conquered, attributed to Julius Caesar. And one that as Americans we should all know, considering it's a phrase we carry around in our pockets and purses, e pluribus unum. From many, one. From many, one. Since, since 1782, the traditional model of the United States, printed, stamped on every piece of American currency, to remind us of the ideal, the hope, that the founders of the United States rallied around, sought for, tried for, fought for, died for, 241 years ago, when we first came together to become a united people, from a disparate and often disputing, fighting, faction-filled collection of 13 colonies. From many, one. That's the goal. And not just for a country, but also a state, a town, a family, a church, a company, any group which demands individual sacrifice for some greater good, the common good, the common good, e pluribus unum, from I to we, me to thee, from what I want to what we need. We really need to look no further than the current chaotic and crazy state of affairs in Washington, D.C., to know that e pluribus unum is a great struggle to achieve. Community of any kind in all forms is always very hard work, always begin when the individual agrees to set aside individual desires and demands for the benefit of the whole. No e pluribus unum, and nothing happens in the world. E pluribus unum achieved? Well, anything is possible. That's the why question we ask today. Why e pluribus unum? Recently I learned of the death of an old friend and former parishioner of mine. He was an incredibly kind man. He was funny and frustrating, fiercely independent, amazingly giving Christian. He actually worked side by side with me when we ran a ministry for developmentally disabled adults at a church that I served. He could be so giving, so committed to the group, the greater good, and yet also incredibly self-focused, too, not unlike us at times. Here's a classic act that he carried out on a regular basis during the prayers of the people in worship, our joys and concerns, like the ones that we do each Sunday when we publicly take the time to share our prayers with each other. Yet, on rare Sundays, when because of time constraints or busy worship, I have to omit or skip over it without fail when this happened right in the middle of worship 
this friend of mine, he would stand up and then dramatically stalk out of the sanctuary, angry that his part of the Sabbath, that he so loved, he so wanted, he so expected, was missing. So, in that sanctuary, he let me and all of those assembled know just how offended he was in his exit. For years I avoided talking to him about it, how disruptive his act was, how childish, even selfish. But finally, on one of the last Sundays before I departed that church for this one, I said to him in as gentle a way as possible, You know, friend, when I sit down to plan worship every single week, I do so not just for you, with just you in mind, but also for everyone else who comes to church too. Why e pluribus unum? Why do we humans get this right? And why sometimes do we get it so incredibly wrong? Why is the sin of individualism so seductive? And why is the virtue of selflessness so hard to practice for some, for us? Why is from one many too often misunderstood as, what's in it for me? Early Christian churches like the ones in Ephesus that St. Paul wrote to in today's scripture from the letter to the Ephesians face this tension. Those communities were radically egalitarian, brought together folks who had never ever tried to work together, live together so intentionally before. Women, men, and kids, slaves and slave owners, the fabulously rich and the desperately poor, fundamentalist Orthodox Jews, and Roman God-worshipping pagans. It was a recipe for communal chaos. What could ever unite this ragtag band of folks? How could they ever practice e pluribus unum? From the tone of Paul's letter, they were apparently in great conflict. So he reminds them of who, just who, just what power calls them to a common table for the common good. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God of all, who is above all and through all and in all, one God, not many gods, one table for all, not many tables for one, one community, not several self-focused enclaves, one Jesus, not many Jesuses, each believer picking the one Jesus who suits them best, we are one, one, why e pluribus unum? Because that, my friends, is how God makes us. Why God makes us. To be with and for and by each other in community. In the human family. As Americans, as world citizens, as Christians, as pilgrim church folks, as family members, as neighbors. We are made by God in our bones to live together. Not only for self alone. We are made not just to indulge our every want and desire, but also to meet our responsibilities to the other, to the whole, the collective, the body, the commonwealth, and a common table. In a way, we are never fully, truly individual. I am not just me. I am a son, a brother, an uncle, a friend, a citizen, a godfather, a church member, a member of the bass section in the choir I sing in. Divorced from these relationships, well... I would not be much of anything. A lonely little I, a self-worshipping me. E pluribus unum. 
It's like another foreign word, the African Zulu word for I am. That word is Ubuntu. Ubuntu. In that language, there actually is no word for I am. And so Ubuntu is best translated as I am because you are. I am because you are. E pluribus unum. From many, one. One God, one Lord, one world, one human family, one nation. All struggling, trying to be one. One. God bless us all, all in this work. Let all of us, each of us, the one, declare in one voice, Amen. Thank <laughs> you.